Hey everyone, we're finally at Christmas week. I'm so pumped about this week. I actually love the season leading up to Christmas. I love everything about it. And I don't. <laughs> you know how it is. You love to hate it and you hate to love it. And you love to love it and all that comes along with it. Regardless, Merry Christmas. I hope you're having an awesome season. I hope you're just excited about celebrating the birth of Jesus. And I want to do a very quick podcast on holidays today. And I'm serious about it. I am going to do this very quick podcast on holidays with one big idea. And I think this is the last podcast for 2015. So let me give you the big idea. Holidays can bring me up or bring me down, but God is the strength of my life and my rock. Hey, whether you're excited about Christmas or not, whether you have been living in hell for the past three weeks or, or in heaven, the truth is that holidays have a way of either making you really, really happy or really, really blue. But whether they bring you up or bring you down, I want to remind you today that God is the strength of our life and our rock. And if you don't know him, I urge you to get to know him today because he is the reason that we can have stability and joy. Now, I want to just remind you of some of the parts about holidays. And, and I'm using the holiday, by the way, I know we're at Christmas week. I'm not undermining of the Christmas season. I'm a Christian, a Christ follower. I, I love everything about Christmas, but I really am talking about holidays in general. And by the way, this can apply to Valentine's Day, to Memorial Day, July 4th, Thanksgiving, or Christmas. This just happens to be the height of holiday season. And so I want to be very sensitive to those of you who hate the holidays. Listen, there are days in the holiday season that I am utterly blue. And I want to just explore some of the reasons. And, and some of the reasons is that we have these disappointed expectations about life. Many of us have had hopes and dreams that have not turned out like we thought they would. And the holidays have a way of really bringing up those those broken dreams and shattered hopes and disappointed expectations of ours. And whether it's in relation to your dating and marriage life, maybe you were married and this year find yourself without a husband, divorced, or maybe you, you have suffered a deep loss. This is our first holiday season without my father who died this summer. So it has been a very, very weird season. I still feel very surreal about this whole thing. It's been a few months since my father died and it doesn't even feel real to me still. Even this holiday season, just it's it's just, it's weird to think about it, but but it's not the same, I can tell you that, and and, and so I don't know if, if that's your thing, you're just approaching the holiday season and you're down because because your your heart is broken, and, and everywhere you look, people seem happy, and there's this unreality, this lie of Hallmark life that we look at, it's like this Norman Rockwell Christian uh, Christmas, that we think that everybody's got it together, and everybody's living in this nirvana of happiness, and mistletoe, and, and snuggling on their blankies, and drinking hot chocolate by the fire, and Blah, that makes me want to vomit sometimes because that is not real life. But the truth is that holidays can have a way of bringing us down with this focus on, on this. Listen, your thing may be that you have broken family relationships and the holidays have a way of just jamming this down your throat. Like like there's a sibling that you don't get along with or a child that hates your guts or, or a relative that won't come to your house. And, and man, the holidays can bring you down. Maybe it's finances and you think, man, this year I'm, you thought you'd have enough funds. You, you tried to save and you didn't see that disaster coming your way and you've been working hard and man you're just discouraged because because the holiday season have a way the spending is abundant at holiday seasons you've got the gifts to worry about you've got the food you're trying to feed more people you've got uh, you know the jobs you've got to host parties there's all these obligations and it comes at a cost and and no matter how much you try to cut corners the holidays press us financially and and we want to and then we feel guilty because now we want to be happy about giving gifts but we resent it because we don't have enough funds and, and 
and on and on and on. So holidays can bring you down, but they can also bring you up. You might be one of those just absolutely giddy holiday people. You love the snow on the ground, and you love the hot chocolate and the snuggling by the fire. You don't care if you're alone. You don't care if you're with family. You just love the season, and you walk in some kind of romanticized, idealized version. This is this, this, this is the height of joy for you in all of the year, and you've waited for this. The smells of the holidays make me so happy. I, I, I mean, I love the food, the pies, the everything. There's nothing. I mean, that is the part of holidays I love. I love holidays. I love the days off, the broken schedules, the the the, the anticipation. After the Thanksgiving holiday, anticipating what's coming up, you know, all of the things that come along with that. And you, you have your markers. We look forward to Thanksgiving because we've got the football games. And then we look forward to, to the season of shopping. And then we look forward to like oh, Friday. And then season of shopping. And then we look forward to Christmas. And then the New Year's. I mean, this whole season is awesome. And But, but listen, holidays can bring me up or bring me down. But it is God who is the strength of my life and my rock. And my rock. The truth about the Lord is that He redeems your past, whether you look back and regret the things that have happened in your life, your broken dreams, your losses, your disappointments. God has a way of of redeeming and using every bit and part of your past. What you might see as a curse, God will turn the the ashes into beauty. He'll turn your mourning into singing and dancing. And I love those verses in Isaiah 61. Spend some time and read those verses and be reminded that we serve a redemptive God. There are no mistakes in God's economy. He has you where He has you right now. In the family He has you, it's not a mistake. You were not secretly adopted. God has you where where He has you for a reason. He's trying to grow you in it. He's trying to strengthen you in it, but also he's encouraging you through it and loving you through it. Listen, God wants to pour his love on you. And sometimes the broken places are where we are most open, we're most vulnerable to his love. And that is a beautiful place to be if we'll just open ourselves to it. So what should I do this holiday season? How should we handle the holiday? Gain your strength from the Lord. Whatever you're doing, gain your strength from the Lord. Whether you're feeling exceedingly happy, be grateful. And if you're extremely, exceedingly sad, be reflective. Uh, you know, I just remembered a verse I read in Ecclesiastes. I'm going to try to find it here quickly again. Here we go. E- Ecclesiastes chapter 6. I, I read this verse maybe a few weeks ago. Oh, no, I wrote it in a blog a while ago. Uh, let me read a few verses. First it says, in, I'm, I'm sorry, this is chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes. Verse 8 says, Better is the end of a thing than its beginning, and the patient in spirit than the proud in spirit. Be not quick in your spirit to become angry, for anger lodges in the bosom of fools. Good words at a holiday week, right? Don't get angry quickly. Say not, why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this. Stop looking at the past. God has put us today here now. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. And I want to go down now to verse 14. He says, In the day of prosperity, be joyful. And in the day, in the day of adversity, consider. God has made the one as well as the other so that man may not find out anything that will be after him. In the day of prosperity, be joyful. In the day of adversity, consider. God has made the one as well as the other. So let's gain our strength from the Lord. Let's stop trying to control our circumstances. Stop trying to control the people in your life. You can't control them. They have a mind and a will, and the harder you try to control them, the more they're going to fight against it, and the more miserable everyone's going to be. Let them be. Trust the Lord with them. Pray for them instead of trying to control them. That is what I'm aspiring to this holiday season, is not to control everything. I am a control freak, and I'm just trying to trust in the Lord. So I want to gain my strength from the Lord. And by the way, we do that by spending time with the Lord, which is hard at the holiday season because we don't have 
have a lot of time. And so instead of making it an effort to get up earlier than the rest of the family, get on our knees so that we're ready to face the craziness of this season. Instead of that, we cut corners and then we're short-tempered, we're not focused, we don't we forget what the season is all about and we're disappointed. Let's not fall into that cycle this year. Let's be strong in the Lord, gain our strength from the Lord, no longer try to control circumstances and people. Let's rejoice in what we do have. Listen, you might not have everything you wanted in this life, but surely you have something that you wanted. Surely you have something that God has given you that you're grateful for. If you're like, no, not a thing, then you're lying to yourself. Because you got to take time and breathe. Get outside and take a deep breath. My aspiration today, when I finish recording this podcast, I'm going to go for a walk. I've been watching the weather outside. It's sunny. And I cannot wait to be outside. I find that to be the greatest gift of my day. I'm going to work later on in the ER tonight. I'll be in the ER all night. I've been doing work all morning. But man, I can't wait to go outside for a 15-20 minute walk and just be outside and let the you know, just the creation of God just seep over me. And I don't know. I get, you know, I love the outdoors. And, and that's something to be grateful for when the sun shines in the middle of a winter day, reminding you that God is still there, that he turns the world on its axis, that he allows us to live in it. I love the world. Do you ever look at trees and the process of winter and how everything goes into hibernation and the birds leave? And a few months from now, we're going to be rejoicing in the spring again. And all of that, how God has a perfect timing for everything. There's so much to be thankful for. It is nauseating how much we have to be thankful for. And it's a good thing to reflect our minds on that. So this Christmas, this holiday may not be everything that you want it to be. But man, God has done some things in our life. If nothing else, he gave his son Jesus for us. That is reason to rejoice. So this Christmas, let's gain strength from the Lord. Stop trying to control the circumstances and people in our life. Let's be peacemakers instead. Let's rejoice in what we have. Let's speak the truth in love. Don't be so adamant on avoiding conflict that you don't speak the truth when God gives you the chance to do it. So pray for discernment. That's why we've got to be in the Word early in the morning so that we can ground our day's decisions and our words that come out of our mouth. Let let us ask God to give us the right words to say in the right time. And above all, above all, as we think about this one big idea for this week, that holidays can bring me up or bring me down, but God is the strength of my life and my rock. Above all, let's remember what this holiday season is all about. It's about Jesus. It is about Jesus. I believe that every holiday that we celebrate in our countries, every one of them is an opportunity to share the love of Jesus. Thanksgiving is about the Lord. Christmas is about the Lord. New Year's is about the Lord. Valentine's Day is about the Lord. Everything that we do, Columbus Day is about the Lord. President's Day is about the Lord. You can make it all about Jesus if you have him at the forefront of your of your mind. So whether the holidays are bringing you up or down, understand that there is stability and peace and strength in the Lord. Hey, Here's a challenge. Let's read through the Psalms together. I try to read. I know it's a big chunk. I don't want to put pressure on you guys, but I try to read five Psalms a day. And I do it through a month. Every month I try to do that. Some months I fall back and I... It's easy to catch up because, like, say it's the 20th of the month. 20 times 5 is 100, so I know I'm going to read 96 through 100. Say it's the 10th of the month. 10 times 5 is 50, so I'm reading 46 through 50. Now, if you don't want to do the math, just start on day 1 and read five psalms a day, 
and you're going to find such strength in the Lord as you dwell on his word. And, and the psalmist just has a way of expressing your heart, our hearts, so clearly. If you don't know how to pray, if you don't know what to say to God in your prayers, just start reading and praying through the psalms. You will find joy and stability. In fact, Psalm 18 is what reminds me of, of our big idea on holidays. And I'll end with this verse and wish you a Merry Christmas. Man, I did keep it short. I haven't even crossed 15 minutes. Psalms 18 verse 1 says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. God, we call upon you. You are worthy to be praised and we will be saved from our enemies. You can read on and on and on, but I'm telling you, how can you not start reading this and not have a heart of prayer and adoration to the Lord Jesus Christ? The reason for this season. So this is your formal Merry Christmas for the podcast listeners. Tweet me, send me an Instagram picture. Email me something. Just let me know you're alive. I love you. I care about you. I'm doing these podcasts for you. And honestly, partly for me, because it just revs myself up, pumps my heart up to fix my heart on the Lord and to remind myself that my circumstances may change, but God is the strength of my life and my rock forever. So let's take refuge in Him. He is worthy of our praise. He's more than a baby in a manger. He's our savior on a cross and he's sitting at the right hand of God right now, making intercession for us in those areas that look daunting and overwhelming to us. They're nothing to him. He could resolve them in a minute, but he won't until they've done their purpose in our lives and changed us and brought us to a greater knowledge of him. Hey, if you don't know Jesus, today is a day where you can receive him into your heart. So don't let the moment pass. If he's convicted you of your need for something, if you're like, man, there's something, I just, I know my life is lacking. Could it be that you're lacking a relationship with God Almighty through Jesus Christ? You can be forgiven. Christ died for your sins, but he won't force himself on you. He opens the door. He stands at your, the heart's door in Revelation 3. We're told that and he knocks. And if you open your heart to him, he'll come in and sup with you and you with him. And man, when that happens, there's peace with God, a peace that passeth all understanding, that gives reason for life and hope for eternity. So that is the gift of Christmas. Jesus is the gift for Christmas. He is our peace and our life. And I got to stop talking because I could go on forever about this. I'll see you guys in 2016. You have a great, great new year. Talk to you soon.